Hey, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Rudy's podcast. I got my I got my boy KHM the Dom back on the show. So we're about to get to it. Um go ahead, bro. My bad. All right, yeah, everybody. What's happening? What's happening? And another thing that I haven't been doing that I want to do more often too is uh your socials. If you want to go ahead and put it out, we can either in the end or the beginning, whatever you want to do, but go ahead and okay. spit out, you know, your socials if you want. Like not your socials, but you know. I mean, uh, I mean, you can just follow me at like Chanel Dior on Facebook right now. Uh, look up Catch and the Don on uh, Instagram. You know what I mean? So and the YouTube that's about it. Yeah, YouTube Catch and the Don. Uh, I got some nice contact on there. You can go in there and check that out too. Nice music. Hell yeah! yeah. So this is episode four, and uh, the topic here for this episode is me talking about my life, what I went through. Because a lot of people don't know who I am, and I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of more new people coming in. And I'm like, I might as well just tell them about my life and what I went through through foster care and the mental health that, you know, whatever, through that shit. So I figured let's get into that. Now, if anybody wants to intervene, go ahead and give me a call. I will take on live calls. If you've been through foster care and you had to go through that and there's there's a lot that goes with it, um, you're more welcome to give a call. Just uh, go to my messenger on Facebook and give me a call and um, go ahead. But, yeah, so, dude, I was like... As a kid, bro, I was probably like eight or eight years old, mm-hmm. right? So, like, what? What's what's eight years? That's that's uh. So you were eight years old when when you went into foster care, or no, no, oh, no. Okay. around that age is when everything kind of hit the fan. Okay, yeah. because um, but that's like preschool, right? What uh, is no, that? A little bit of first grade, first grade, first grade, right? Yeah, first, first grade. So like, and I. I never really went to school like that because uh, a lot of shit happened that had happened during that time, so we really didn't never went. My mom and dad didn't give a shit. Uh, we attempted times ago, but man, like shit was just so fucked up as a kid for me. And um, and I and I just want everybody to understand too. Like I'm not trying to demonize my mom and dad. Like I'm not, right. you know, that's not my goal here. But um, I would like to put out what I went through and and. Try to help people understand, like, how I developed to where I'm at now and how I forgave my mom and dad for all the shit that I went through. Because there's nothing... Listen, man, like, and I always, like, preach this shit, but if you don't know how to handle the problems that are coming your way, you will never get through life. You're always going to be struggling because you're stuck at that one time and that one moment, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, for me, I was about eight years old. I didn't get adopted until I was around... Maybe it was, like, seven, but, like... Nine nine years old, I remember getting adopted because I had my suit. We went to court, and it was me. You met, you know, Ray mm-hmm. and Simone, and I don't think you met my other brother, Charlie. Um, that's my youngest one. You never met him. Mm-hmm. But uh, we all got adopted, but we got separated as well. So the us th- three boys, got we stayed together. But my youngest brother stayed with my aunt. And I'm going to tell you that that separation, because we at one point all lived with her, but I'm going to get to the, the whole story of how this all happened. Mm-hmm. So as a kid growing up, you know, this was Texas. So things were just a little different. Um, the activity, at least when I was a, when I was a kid, my mom and dad used to have these little get togethers, you know, drinking, drugging. You know, there's a like there's a lot of a lot of activity going on. So I used to see a lot of tweaks in the house. You know, um, man, there was times, bro. Like, there was times where like I'll go to my room because there's so much going on, and there's a dude and his lady 
fucking he's hitting cheeks in my room on my bed, and I'm I'm like, what the fuck? Because I mean that's my room, and I almost got I got a little upset, you know. But they didn't give a fuck. My mom didn't give a fuck. My dad was already tore up, so it's like it just it just was happening, right? And it messed with me, man, because like that's when uh when I had my little sister. My sister mm. passed away mm. during that time. It was tough for me. And we will get into that subject a little mm. later because that's a deep subject. But that was probably one of my toughest times. I think that that developed my anxiety and depression yeah. through the roof at that time. Because as a kid, um, you look at other kids and they got their mom and dad, you know, and then... They don't know how good they got it. Yeah. Especially when uh, it's a kid where Fuck yeah, uh, the parents is like actually in their life. Even if it's a single parent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it's a parent that's really just, just there for you, you know what I'm saying? Taking sacrifices, making stuff happen, you know what I mean? To support you. Yeah. And yeah. whatever you want to do. Or even like just listening. Or, like, yeah, listening to you, yeah. just all the way there for you. Man. That's a blessing. You know, my mom, I'm going to hear a lot of shit about this, but, like, my real mom mm-hmm. would be my grandma. Now, my aunt adopted me, and that's my mom, too, right? My grandma was a real mother figure to me, too. Yeah, because, like... My, my, my grandmama and my granddad. Hell, yeah. Sure. And, that, and you know, it was not a negative thing. It's just... Because I, I never got to get adopted by my grandma. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a twisted little story behind that. But they didn't let her adopt us, but my, my aunt... And that's the story I was going to tell you that we'll get to in a minute. But, um, my, but my grandma used to always tell me... Um, She'd be like, Mijo, you know, you're going through a lot of stuff. I was the oldest, so the little the boys didn't remember a lot of stuff. Ray would maybe remember. He's only, like, one year off, a little bit over. Um, He would remember a lot. That kid went through a lot of shit, bro. Yeah, Ray, man, he been through a lot that of shit. That boy went through a lot of shit. My dad, bro, again, I'm not shaming, so I, I want everybody yeah. to understand, like, I love my pops, but shit happened. And uh, one time my dad was so fucked up, bro, that he had anger issues. And I remember the, what was it? Ray was in the kitchen and some popcorn fell over. And then he hit, you know how like back in the day, I don't know, they had these tables with the wheels, like aluminum table. It was like a metal table with wheels and it's square. And you could like put your food on it or cup. Yeah, like whatever. a little, just like a, they call it like TV dinner trays. Yep. Like well, it had this coffee. I guess, I don't know if it was for coffee, but you could put coffee in and you plug it in mm-hmm. and it gets real hot. Bro, that shit fell over and got all that water got on Ray's back. And I just remember seeing the skin peel off. Oh, man. My dad got up. And my dad was never the type of guy we like, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. He looked at Ray and says, what the fuck you, you know, what the fuck you was doing? And t- bro, when he put his hand on Ray's back, he smacked Ray's back. His, I just seen skin, bro, f- coming off of his back onto my dad's hands. I'm like, God damn. Ray used to have, like, scars and shit on his back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that shit went away, but, man, that boy went through some shit, too. Yeah, for sure. But um, going through that process, man, like, we were we were kind of getting numb because my dad was very militant. He was setting his ways. You know, my dad, you know, I, I, I don't know how far back this had happened to him with doing drugs and his issues with trauma with life itself. But he took it out on his family, you know? Yeah. And we're sitting there, and we're just taking it, bro. And um, I tried to, like, get comfort with my mom. Mm-hmm. And and it would there would be times where, like, it would be okay. 
But my mom, like, was lost herself because my dad was super abusive with her. And, um, bro, it's just, it's deep. There's a lot of deep stuff. Like, this is, um, for everybody that's watching, too, like, I, I want to make this a book. Mm-hmm. So it's important for me to get this all out as best I can. But there's also some things I got to be real careful with as well, just trying to clean yeah, it for up. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, so around that age, bro, I was kind of lost. I mean, I didn't know what to do. You know, we... My dad was real big on, like, if you keep on crying, I'm going to beat your ass type, you know, and that's... Get you something to cry for. Yeah, you. and uh, I'll give an example. Like, there would be this one time where, some I don't know what the fuck happened, but we got in trouble. We was badass kids, too, so I'm not going to act like we were innocent. But uh, my dad will put us against the wall with our hands on our back, right? Like, if we're getting locked up and we're crying because we just obviously got our, you know, our ass hit, you know? Yeah. And then we still didn't stop crying, so my dad will shove my head into the wall, Mm. right? And I'm like, that shit, what do you think, bro? A little kid, they're going to cry even more. Yeah. Bro, all of a sudden, I get slammed down to the ground, and my dad will stomp on my back. Mm. Didn't I tell you, uh, you know, stop crying? And uh, eventually, we did stop crying, but it got to the point where it was just more like numbing the pain, Yeah. right? You just, you got to take it and shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mentioned, like... Not too long ago, me and my youngest brother was talking about that. Uh, he had a cookout, and we was talking about that shit at his house. How, uh, like the streets, uh, as far as the streets goes, like I feel like before, like I like really got into the streets. That's why I was already damn near as tough as nails off the top because yeah. just all the ass whoopings I endured as a kid that a lot of kids don't endure these days and shit. You know what I mean? Like it was definitely uh, some of it was traumatizing up. Some yeah. real, some real live ass whoopings. But you know, you know what I'm saying. But they, that's let me see. What year did it change when kids? I don't want to say have rights, but like when they were mm-hmm. like, you can't hit your kids. That that was like 2000. Man, I don't even know because like when I was in Texas, we used to get paddled in school. Bro, we used to get hit. In, the teachers used to hit <laughs> us in school. Listen, let me tell you a story. So, this white lady, right? She was my teacher. This is that one time. This is the last time I actually remember going back to school. Or this was the last time I was in school. Mm-hmm. And um, the lady hit me with a paddle, but I was being a class clown. So she put these big-ass ears on me. Yeah, these, these like ears that go over your ears to look stupid so everybody can laugh at me. Yeah, they used to do dunce hats. Yep, and that shit. And I remember she, she hit me. I told my dad, my dad wasn't my dad wasn't fucking with that shit. So we never went, right? But um I think the reason why the government came, so this is something that not even my my family knows. But like during that time, my dad did something, bro. He hit me so fucking hard and I got a black eye. Mm. And I had to go to school. And so when I went to school, I remember like the reason why the foster care really kicked in was because that day um they seen the black eye I was kind of tired, bro. Like, you can only take so much, you know? Yeah. You don't know what. Especially what's... as a child, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You an adolescent. You don't really know no different. Like, you know, you innocent. You know yeah, bro. For real. For real. I, I just felt lost. You're I not want... even old enough to to really, like, hurt, break somebody's heart or, like, uh, yeah. betray them or, you know what I'm saying, murder somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, accidentally, probably, but, like, you're not old enough yeah. to really traumatize anybody else. You're innocent at that age. So, Man, of course, bro. you're going to get tired. You know I mean? was super... Like, when I look at my kids, I'm a super loving person, bro. Now, the person that I am now is aggressive. 
But that's just because of everything I went through, right? I'm not going to take shit. I'm not going to have somebody tell me what to do. If it's not helping me and if it's trying to demonize me, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put somebody down, you know what I mean? But I'm, I try to be the nice guy. I don't like seeing people hurt, you know, and I really, that's the reason why I made this platform. I want to see people grow. Mm-hmm. But, man, um, teacher, they sent me to the office, and we were talking about, um, they kept on trying to get out of me, like, what happened to you? And, man, I, st- I remember sitting there thinking, this is that time. I'm going to just tell them. And maybe yeah. it will help me. But not even knowing, you know what I'm saying, right then and there, that this is about to change the whole course of your life. Yeah. Bro, it got so crazy. Listen, I was so fucking lost. I didn't think helping, trying to help myself would put me in more danger than, you know, like, yeah. it's like, you know, like, especially, you know how, like, when you snitch, but then you get in trouble for snitching? Yes. Because you're not supposed to be snitching. That's like motherfucker <laughs> telling somebody and they still get sent to the joint with them. Yeah, yeah. They still get the same amount of time and everything. A couple years knocked off or something. Yeah, man. That's anyways, man. Um, I told the I told the principal and the principal tells me. Um, I told him exactly what happened. So my dad hit me. I don't want to go home, and they're like, unfortunately, you're gonna have to go back home. But what they did that I didn't know was they called my dad, bro. Man. I went home. Oh, so he like, yeah, you done told on me? Yeah. I got my fucking asshole, bro. Like, I thought I was going to fucking die, bro. Um, And then, like, my life changed right after that because the week. So we were always, we always never had electricity, bro. Like, we just never had. My dad, you know how, like, if you take off the... I'm not even sure if I should even be talking about this, but you know, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, like the electrical box. It's ways, it's yeah. ways to rig shit, yeah. So like, there's a ways to rig shit, and yep. um, he he knew how to do it, so he would turn on everything and go from there. So we would have it, and then they'll come back and shut it off, and shit just got crazy then. Um, and I'm kind of skipping out of some really important times, man, because like, again, I'm not trying to demonize my mom and dad, but they fucking put me through a lot of shit, you know, and yeah. I would snitch on my mom because my mom was cheating on my dad. And then that my mom will beat the fuck out of me because my mom was like, you know. So really, you was just in the chaos, man, really bro. just confused. Yeah, yeah, because my mom was fucking the landlord. Damn. Yeah, she was fucking the landlord. And then, like, he would always come by. Bro, we didn't pay. We didn't have fucking money for rent, bro. So, like, you know. Um, Damn. So he would come through. I remember he used to always ask me, like, I got, uh, he had chew. You know how, you know, they, you know, them Caucasians like to have them chews back in the day. So he had that uh, chew, and he tried to give it to me, and I'm like, this shit nasty. And then he walks right in the house. My mom takes him right back to the room, and I'm thinking that there was something broken or something that whatever. So I kind of go to see. Man, he's smashing, bro, thrashing the shit out of my mom. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's what? crazy. So I'm like, I'm telling Dad. When the minute Dad get here, yeah, I'm when you grow up, when you, bro. I'm going to tell you like this. Like, when you grow up in, as a child, like, in the streets, like, around people that – been running the streets or like yeah. either if they own drugs or if they selling drugs or something or they or they murdering motherfuckers, whatever yeah. they're doing. You know what I'm saying? If you grow up with a, a household with adults that are that have that uh street mentality, there is no filter on what you can see as a child. Yeah. Man, bro. It, it I done seen everything, bro. Yeah, like as exactly. a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a child. There, I done seen it's everything. It's crazy now because I know that there's still bad shit happening. But it's not as much as it used to be in the eighties, you know, nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like it's definitely watered down now. It was really big back then. Like it was 
everybody was doing it. it but that's weird. what I say. That's what I say. Like time, yeah. the the hands have changed over. Now mm-hmm. kids tell their parents what to do. Well, so when I got to tell literally, them, yeah, literally, bro, that shit. I mean, for the better, because now. <laughs> We we don't want to do our do our kids like that, you know. No, ain't no doubt though. But yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. comes a time where it's like, okay, no, the no. government shouldn't be in our shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. You know, you know uh, but yeah, man, I seen I seen the landlord go in the back, and then when I seen what was going on, I kind of told my pops. And there's something that like a lot of my other family didn't know. The reason why we wanted to come to to Michigan was um, because of the shit that we were going through. And like, I told my pops. And I remember Ray was with me, and I think it was like a week later, bro. I think they waited for him to show up. And, um, bro, they murked his ass, bro. Mm. They murked, murked him up, chopped him up, got rid of him. I remember the dude that I was looking at uh, that did it. Uh, I was, like, so confused, bro. And I, where, where this, this this Texas? This Texas, yeah. yeah. And I remember watching dude looking at him, and I'm like, damn, Ray, Ray can vouch for me, bro. Like, Ray yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah, and I, Bro, I done seen some crazy shit down there myself, just as a kid. It was, I was so just, I already know. I was so confused, bro. But anyways, things, like, all that shit started adding up, and it just started getting heavy on me, because I was a crybaby, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was a cry. I cried a lot, because mm-hmm. I have a big heart. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to see my mom love me, my dad love me. I want to see my mom and dad love each other, you know, and... It just seemed like it never wanted to fucking like it was. It was, it's like it was never meant to happen, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I know I cut really quick to that story, but like there was a time before then. Like I remember my dad was just sitting on the sofa with my mom, and my mom and dad talking. My dad, man, my dad always drunk as shit because he liked that bottle, you know. And uh, I remember him. He was like, "Rudy, come here," and I went in the living room. He's like. You know what this is? So he grabbed my mom's tits. He pulls it out. He's like, this is, you know, your mom's tits. And I'm like, you know, I know what they are, but I'm not trying. That's my, it's inappropriate. My mom tells him to stop. And he, uh, so my mom, to this day, my mom has this huge-ass scar on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. So he took a knife and cut her from end to end, split her open. And they used to always be fighting, bro. Like, my mom That's tried crazy. to stab my dad. My my dad done whooped on her and everything. So, like, my family was crazy. At least my mom and dad. I'm not speaking for my family. I don't want y'all trying to fucking talk shit. But, like, my yeah, mom and no dad, yeah. I, mean, I seen so much shit. My dad was always cheating on my mom. My mom was doing the same shit. And then they get back home, and we're in the middle. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, after my baby sister died, um... I'm not sure if I want to talk about that live yet, but when my baby sister died, um, I completely disliked my mom and dad. Yeah. Because how things were handled, and I knew what happened. Like, I witnessed my sister disappear because someone's bad problem, like someone's bad habit, you know, and the way they claimed it as um, she died from suffocation, you know, I'm going to kind of keep it clean. Yeah. But, you know, I know what happened, you know. It, it scarred me, bro. It never will leave my mind. Having, having to yeah, know hell that. Nah. That's my hell baby nah. sister. That, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, and then you just age, and then like you just still see yeah. that innocent little girl. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's that's a whole different battle. You man, bro, you have no idea. Like, I used to dream, like just wanting to make sure that she was always gonna be protected. I'm gonna protect my sister, you know. And yeah, man, it's crazy. People don't like a lot of people don't realize how strong the average man is mentally. 
Because, uh, yeah. Every day you just fighting off, like you trying not to crash out every day because of shit you done been through and shit you done. Damn. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like you trying your best not to crash out every day. Like it's yeah. the slightest shit. You ever, you ever snap off over some simple shit and like yep. your yep. old lady be like, oh, or somebody like, bro, it wasn't even that deep, bro. Yep. Like, no, nah, fuck that. It is that deep. Yep. Like, you know, it's, yep. it, it's, 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 that's where the, the way I stopped doing that though was when I started learning how to accept what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause when so like when you let shit way up way up on you and gets heavy, yes, that's when you start finding yourself yeah in a weird spot. And a lot you know? of people don't know, uh, like me myself personally as a grown man, like I cry. Yep, yeah, I yep. cry. It's good to cry, man. I know a lot I don't of motherfuckers be talking I cry. that yes, shit. Yes, I'm saying that I cry. <laughs> there's listen, all the cameras where they at. I cry. Yes, for for everybody that's listening too, like there's a right time. You know, I think it's it's normal for a human being. If you got some shit that you're going through, it's good to cry. But if you cry babying about like nah, paying yeah. bills and cry babying nah, about nah. taking care of your woman and taking care of your kids, yeah. you can't pay your bills, man, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear that shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll just think about like, you know what I'm saying? Just shit you went through. Just shit I went to. Yep. Like went through yep. or yep. uh just all type of shit. Like people I miss, like uh that's gone now or shit like yeah. that. And I just break down every now and again. But what it does what is it, it take all that anxiety like right up out of me. Yeah. It's like a yeah. It's like a fresh start, you know what I'm saying? You know when I used to have anxiety with uh my PTSD. So I'm di- I was diagnosed with PTSD. Um and it would be like uncontrollable anxiety, uncontrollable like I'll just start crying, panicking. Mm-hmm. Bro, it'd be like if like as a kid though, not as not an adult, but as a kid I, I handled it different, but um I mean, as an adult, but as a kid, the way, like, if I heard, like, a gunshot or fighting, my heart started racing, bro. My mom started yelling at me. My, my, my tia that adopted me, mm-hmm. she would start yelling at me. Like, that, and, and this is something I also want to bring up, like, so what happened, we'll get to that later, because that's, that's, that's a deep story. Um, and I don't want to forget, like, what I'm trying to get into, but, like, the it put me through a lot, and it made my body go through this fucking shock. So like, I would sleepwalk. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll night. Do I wake up in the bed sweating like, like someone dumped water on me, um, screaming, crying. You know, just for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Thinking about shit that happened. Um, then when I got put up and see, I remember someone come knocking on the door, and we were sleeping in the living room because it was always like we stayed together. I don't know why we didn't fucking sleep in. I don't know why we didn't do that. I just always remember sleeping in the living room floor. My mom, my dad, all of us, but we never slept in the bedrooms. I don't even ask me why, bro, because I don't ever remember sleeping in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember going in my room one time when my mom's mom came over, and she was a sweetheart. She used to always come and take care of me. We'll talk and do stuff like that, but, like, that was not forever lived, you know? Long story short, um, I, I remember knocking at the door. I hear knocking at the door, right? And uh, it was two people... With suits, it was a white dude. It almost reminded me like a X file type shit. Yeah, it was that's a, a man in black type shit. Man, bro, it was a white dude and a white girl wearing uh real like black ass suits, um really nice. Then I look behind them, bro. It's a man, a big ass like five or six cop cars, bro. I'm tripping, so I tell my dad, I said, "Dad, the cops here." <laughs> Damn, I got a scar on my shoulder because uh the minute I told my dad. We got up immediately, and 
we uh, started to leave. So we ran we ran out, and it was me, Ray, Simone, and uh, my mom, my dad. And we get out through the backyard, and there's this, like, fence. So we had to get over. And for I don't know why the fuck I was the one that had to get thrown over for some fucking reason. Maybe I was just scared of some shit. And I, I uh, the fence scratched the shit out of my shoulder. Mm. And I got the scar for it. And I was like, damn, you know. And um, we ran, got away. But we were hiding and sleeping in a garage. Mm. And I'm, if I'm correct, it was like getting cold, getting close to winter. So, like, there'll be it's cold times, you know, where it's getting cold or whatever. And we, bro, I'm, I can't, time for me was different then. So, like, I can't tell you if it was a week or two weeks or three weeks. I, I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. But I do remember, I felt like we were there long enough because, so my mom and dad, we're sleeping in the garage, and they will leave, leave us alone, and then come back with something so we can eat. But then one time, um, like the the lady or some lady came out, if, I, if I'm correct. I mean, this is all kind of coming back a little bit, but a lady came out, seen us, and um, gave us peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm. And the police were involved after that. You know, like it got deep. And the story goes all crazy everywhere with with all like where I'm like my where my brain remembers because it's only remembering things that are like tragically crazy, right? Mm. But um, I do remember like my grandma was always there trying to do her best to keep us happy, make sure you know we get what we needed. But anyways, we get put into foster care, and my aunt had to take care of us. Um, I do remember when we first hit Michigan. I think it was like with my my aunt that adopted me. But then I can't remember how exactly we got split up. That's like where it comes blurry for me. But eventually, we end up starting living with my aunt that didn't adopt us. Who took in my little brother So she took us all in But she already had bro Like all her girls mm. So she already had a house full of kids So With that being said The government Told her basically Like she can't Have all of us Yep Like Yeah cause the boys Can't be sleeping with the girls yeah. All that crazy shit Yeah So I remember Now this is gonna be a real crazy ass story Because I remember uh, The day We got put up Through the t- Through the system my my aunt says, Rudy, um, Simone, and, and Ray, let's go grocery shopping. So I'm like, okay. We grab our backpacks. And I'm like, why the fuck? Like, at first, I was, I was not sure, bro. I was lost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do we got our backpacks? Why are we dressed up like we're moving somewhere and shit? And uh, I, I, I think, bro, it's just because I was so young, I didn't quite understand what was really going on. But I don't, I do believe she didn't want to discuss some things either, you know, because she was obviously sad. And um, so this was, you know, like Southside Waverly. Yeah. No. Yeah, South Waverly. Waverly and Jolly. Our, or, our, you know where Holly Franks is and shit? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. out there, that's the school we went to. Okay, yeah. And so um, she takes us to this Afro-American lady, and she's like, she's going to be your babysitter. And I'm like, okay. So we go in the house. She was super fucking nice, though, like, really nice. And we're sitting down, and she's talking to us. And I remember watching them both talk while my brothers are doing something. And I remember her. She all she kept on saying was, like, oh, they're going to like their room. And then she looked at me, and she was like, well, I got you out some toys. You want to go see your toys? Can I show you the room? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. 
So me and Ray, we're like into it, right? Toys, toys, oh shit, you know? And um, so we go, in the, we go in the back where the room is, and she's showing us clothes, toys, and shit. And then I look back, and I don't see my aunt. Mm. I started, like, panicking, bro. I'm like, no, no, no. Where's my, where's my, you know? I kind of started looking at her like my mom now, you know? I didn't want her to leave. Mm-hmm. Bro, I look out the window. I run to the front door, and I look out the window. She's running into her car and leaving. And I was, since that day, I was so lost. I thought that everybody didn't love me, bro. Like, I just I just didn't understand, like, where's my mom? Where's my dad? And the family that I did have, they just gave me away. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And I, I don't know what, I, again, I can't speak for, like, all facts when it comes to, like, the reason why. Because I just, I'm only telling you what I went through and what I can assume. Right. And we stayed with her for a little while, man. Um, and mama was a good person, bro. Like she she really tried to help us, but she couldn't understand how to help us because of our traumatic events. So we were just bad fucking kids, bro. Like, you know, um, me and Ray used to always talk about how she used to uh hit us with the fishing pole or the whip, the stick and shit. And I get it. We were bad fucking kids, bro. Like we just was bad. We didn't give no fuck. We didn't care about anything. We were lost kids, bro. This ain't even, even our fucking house. Even our family. You don't even know who this is. So we right? were just didn't give a fuck. We were going through our own mental shit. But, man, I love her. Um, At the end of the day, that was my mama, you know, and she took care of us. She fed us. Um, We went through a lot of learning at that time. I remember uh, we couldn't stop eating, like, fast. When we eat, bro, we eat. Like, I'm fucking eating like a savage. And I remember her telling me, she's like, why don't you slow down? Just slow down. You got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep, it's here. It didn't work. So she cut us some jalapenos <laughs> and threw it in the food. That slowed me down for a little bit. But then I said, you know, I like jalapenos now, you know. Um, I, I have nothing ill will to say to my mama because um, she passed away, you know. And mm. the thing is, she didn't, she didn't have to take us in. And, like, during the time when she took us in, like, there was, she had a Cuban that she was taking care of, an African that she was taking care of, and she was just that person that wanted to help people. So she was already in the system trying to help other people out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then her grandbabies came in to move in. And so, like, we, at that time, we were, it was just, like, the grandbabies, and then it was us. But we were so fucked up, we were messing up the way the house should have been ran, and mama wanted to keep us. Like, mama wanted to keep us, bro. But I wasn't falling for that shit. Like, I, I remember when I used to go to... You just f- wanted... You wanted... uh My family. Was, yeah, your family, for yeah. real. You wanted something different. So we went to foster care, and I remember, um again, I sound like a snitch, bro, but <laughs> I uh her brother, uh he got mad at me because I unlocked the door because I had sl- sleepwalked. So I would wake up, go to the door, open it, I'll go back to bed, and I remember, like, waking up, feeling stinging in my body, bro, like my legs and my back just stinging because I'm getting whipped because they watched me open the door, and mm. I and they asked me the day prior, like, did you? And I'm like, no, I don't remember this shit, bro. And I'm just getting, like, whipped like a bitch, bro. I feel all the stings and shit. And um, I said, no, I don't want to do this no more. So I remember when we went to the counseling to do our counseling, mm-hmm. I just asked them, I said, I don't want to go no more. And I kept on telling them what was going on, like, how I felt. I might have exaggerated some shit because I just wanted to live with my family, you know. But mm-hmm. 
I never said nothing to to de- demonize her, you know what I mean, in a bad negative way. I just wanted to leave, bro. I didn't. It wasn't my family type shit, you know. So, yeah. and 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 we we used to call her Mama Didi, you know. But like, she was a beautiful woman, bro. So I have nothing ill will to say about her. She used to feed us. She took care of us. She didn't have to, you know. But then we I get adopted by my aunt, and that's when my life started, but changed at the same time, you mm-hmm. know, because. She was a good woman too, but she had her problems, you know, and and I feel like when you when you're taking on, she didn't have to take us on, but when you're taking on a fam, or, or kids that have these mental issues, right? You have to you have to communicate with them in a different manner than you talking to your kids, because the way you talk to your kids, like we were never raised by them, so we're not gonna care about what she says to us, you know. So, like, there was a lot of things that just didn't work. So we always end up being, like, the, the kids that she would say some stupid shit. Like, I remember one time she would be like, you know, why can't you be like my daughters? That shit fuck with me, bro. I kept that shit and tucked it in my brain. I'm like, I'm never going to forget that. I don't want to be your son. Yeah. Like, I ate that shit, bro, and I was mad. But long story short, bro, like. Was, it's like, why can't I be like them? Because yeah. I ain't, you know what I mean? They ain't not, have, yeah, yeah, we yeah. didn't have the same life. You know? and, and, and I think. That's part, what it all boils down to, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're not. They're not. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna spit. I'm not trying to knock anybody yeah. down, right? Yeah. On this, on this story for for like telling everybody what I went through. But you know, uh, I think it could have gone different. And I know, like everything that I went through, I didn't make it easy for them. But mm-hmm. I, I don't. I just feel because I don't talk to them much, mm-hmm. you know. And and I wish that I did. I wish I could, and I know I still can. But I feel better if I don't. I, I just I'm happy alone. I'm happy alone and I um I have my own family to worry about, you know, and yeah. you know, if they ever wanna come, they're more welcome to. I'm not gonna tell them no. If my mom hits me up and says, Hey Mijo, can I stay at your house? She's more welcome to. Yeah. But they don't I mean, I'm gonna just keep it one hundred, bro. Like they never really made me feel like I was part of the family anyways. You know, like I'm family, but there was just some things different about us that they just didn't wanna handle, you know, there's a lot of shit that happened. But yeah, man. Um, and and I cleaned this shit up, bro. I cleaned it all up, right? I didn't I didn't get into detail, but mentally, like my mental health from all that shit that happened as a kid, bro. Like it created the monster that I started to be in the beginning of my life yeah. on the street. Yeah, it become you get to a stage where you went through so much trauma and uh, you just don't even control yourself. It's just idle hands. Yeah, like running your running your body. Yeah, like, for real. Yeah, bro. You know. I've been there. I've been there, bro. For real. Like, I don't like people touching my face. I don't even Me give either. a fuck. If I got a booger, bro. My grandma ain't never let nobody <laughs> touch her face. So like I'm the yeah. same. I'm the same way. I just don't like that shit. I've been hit so much. Even a kid. I don't even want a little toddler touching my face. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I've been like that. My wife be talking shit because she wanna she like do shit to my face. And I'm like, yo, don't touch my face. I just don't want it. Like it's it's a it's stupid. It's a stupid problem I have, but yeah. I don't like people touching my face, man. Yeah, but, your, but with your significant other and shit, open up a little bit more. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sure. she knows. I'm not going to, like, talk shit. I just like, nah, baby, don't be touching my face. You you know, whatever. She knows. But, um. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, crazy <laughs> with it. But, you know, I just, uh, she understands, like, what I go through. Because even then, bro, like, being in my 21s, 22s, we've been married for, what, nine years? That's a beautiful thing, man. And like she's seen my my development, how I got from like, cause I still carried my anxiety 
as I started growing into adult. Yeah, and that's a, that's just another thing that like a lot of women don't realize though. Uh, like for me to like for a man, I'm not gonna say me, but like for a man, uh, if, if it's something in life he want to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for him to hear that motivation, like from his significant other especially. Yeah. That's gonna make him go ten times harder than what he already going. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Man, I'm about to get pissed. Cause I could have been flipping these bitches, bro. Oh, you can edit it. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll edit that. At shit. the same time, like Yeah. If uh like I was saying, what I just say, like if a, a fe- like a female, you know what I'm saying, yeah. is really backing her, man. You know what I'm saying? Like if he got dreams or whatever, he chasing them, he he putting the foot forward. He he do music, whatever. He go buy a, a studio or something, a recording studio. Yeah. He do podcasts. He buy a, po- a podcast studio. Tell that man that he gonna be everything he wanna be. Yeah. Yeah. Because if not, you know what I'm saying, he gonna stop believing in himself because his like the woman he's <laughs> sleeping with every night don't even believe in him. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if the woman you you know what I'm saying with every day day in day out, you know what I'm saying, ain't motivating you to do you know what I'm saying. The due diligence to the shit that you want to become as a man, then you need to get away from her. Mm-hmm. Flat out. It may not all be bad, but maybe you need to have that talk and let her know, like, if you can't motivate me, then yeah. I can do bad on my own. You know, with with the way I went through with, like, the patterns of my life, bro, like, I've learned, I definitely learned how to open up and not be so damn hard on my, like, hard on her, hard on my kids. Like, so, like, one thing is I don't have to whoop my kids. Right. I got so much I got so much that I learned, bro, that I know what I need to do to work with them. You know, obviously they need an ass whooping. It's gonna get, they're gonna get an ass whooping, but I rarely have to ever do that, bro. Like they're they're good kids. Yeah, I, right, right. I just no talk doubt. to them, you know what I mean? And no doubt. You know, like my son, he he went through his phases where he wanted to talk back. So I set him down and said, Listen, man, we, this can go many ways, but we need to talk about it. Whatever you're going through, we can fix it. He's going through shit too. His mom don't even call him, bro. You know, mm. his mom not even there. Like, she loves him. I know she loves him, but she just don't show that love. And I'm not, you know, again, I'm here to take care of my son. But he's going to reflect as well. So there's going to be times where I got to understand him. Yeah. So, like, being, going through the shit that I go through, bro, like, it just, it really enhanced, like, how I should be as a human being. You know what I mean? Yeah, it will. It so, do. But, yeah, um, and anxiety so another thing that I want to talk about is like how I felt, how I fought my anxiety when I was 11 years old, bro. Like, I literally started reading and learning about meditation, and um, man, that's so important. That's what I've been doing. Shit, what, but you, I ain't gonna cut you off. Keep no, no, going. go ahead, go I ahead. I want to hear yours though. Keep going. Okay, so uh, my thing was, so I I remember because when did YouTube come out, bro? Like, I want to say that shit came out like around. 2000 and I'm gonna Google it real quick. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, cause like for me, um, when did YouTube come out? I, cause like I remember I started getting into like, yeah, I thought I was gonna say 2004, but it was February 14th, so it came out on Valentine's Day of 2005. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Shit. How old? Was I? I know I was in like like third grade or some shit like that. Fourth, Damn. Fourth grade or see fifth grade or some shit. <laughs> And I didn't really quite understand YouTube then. I mean, at that time, at that point, I didn't have a phone. Like we didn't have mm. the touchscreen phones. Mm. We had the computers. You know how like you had the landline yeah. computers. So for me, um, I would find a book about meditation and like opening up, right? And um, I remember I was reading because like my mom saved this book, and it shows like all the stuff that we went through, mm. and basically, 
I wanted to understand, like, why were the, the counselors asking me these questions? So, like, they, for instance, and this is stuff I, like, physically remember. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the lady said, Rudy, we need you to talk. We have questions, you know. How do you feel about this? I don't want to talk about it. Um, when you went through this, how did that make you feel? I don't want to talk about it. And they're like, okay. They got to a point where they're like, all right, this little motherfucker don't want to talk. So um, they were like, can you do me a favor? Can you draw me a house? Draw me your family and your house. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I like drawing. So they gave me a paper, a paper, and I started drawing the house, and I started drawing my family, and I started drawing the doors and the windows and and so forth. And they stopped. They just started looking at it after that. And then like, can you draw me more pictures? I'm like, yeah, I'll draw more pictures. So I'm starting to draw pictures all the fucking time that I'm going there. I'm enjoying it now. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, that's how they're finding out what's going on with me. Yeah. And they start realizing, like, okay, if you don't draw hands on a person, that means this. If you don't draw, like, if you like drawing a tree without leaves, that means something. Like, it, there's just so many fucking things that they found out. So, like, that's when I'm like, okay, I need to learn myself so I can fix myself because I will be a product of this system, mm-hmm. how life is, you know? Yeah. Like, just like people, uh, some people are, like, uh, institutionalized from being, like, locked up all the time. Like, it's a lot of people out there that have uh, been in, like, foster care uh, and just the way the people, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, their uh, guardians treated them in that program, like, just completely fucked their heads all the way up. Shit. And now even... today, you know what I'm saying, like, they just fucked up out here in the streets. Right. And that's not even, not even like, uh, foster care. It could be just regular mom and dads. Yeah, they don't too. know how to handle too, their yeah. kids, you know what I mean? That too, yeah. So, but yeah, um, so I started realizing, like, what I'm going to start doing, how can I fix this in my life, What and, and what, you know, whatever. And I remember uh, one of the books was saying, um, breathe in, right? And when you're breathing out, think about your problems leaving you, right? Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then there was another book telling me, um, write all the things that you have a problem with in your life. Like, everything you hate about yourself, everything that you heard people say about you. like, And I wrote, like, a big-ass list, bro, like, of all the shit that I heard. And then they said on the other paper, write all the things that you love about yourself, which was very small because I couldn't think of anything else. I was, like, <laughs> 10 over 100, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, And then from that, on the negatives, let's fix everything that you what you've heard things that you think about yourself and then on the good things keep on repeating those so like i started learning how to do that like programming yeah you know and then once i got to that point in my life bro like once i really um became an adult i made that a habit i still do it to this day where when i need to fix something if i have a bad habit or if there's things that i'm doing that i don't like i'm gonna change it because that could be hindering my life and where i'm going in my future you know yes so but yeah, man, um, I definitely, you know, with with going through that, it's not purely a negative thing, you know? I think all of it that had happened was a positive. You know the book of Job, right? Yeah. So the book of Job, you you know the whole story? Uh, Yeah, I know the whole story. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I definitely know the whole story. I went to church and all that stuff. Tell me the story. When I was young. You, you want me to tell I you I mean, the it's story? been a while. It started. You started, and I'll uh, get with all you. All right, so like... The story goes with... It's been a while, for sure, yeah. Where uh, Job mm-hmm. had a family, right? And God and the devil made a deal. Because God gave... He he was a faithful man. Yeah. He, he gave... He gave... Uh, 
Let me see. He was so faithful to God that God, you know, he gave him family. Yeah. Uh, animals, uh, land of food, you know, like mm. vegetables and shit. Everything that he, any man would want in their life. They're married, they're happy, and so forth. And I remember uh, the way the book says that the devil and God, the devil tried to challenge God by saying that I can make him change. Yeah. And the devil uh, basically, God took it took, took it on, like, okay. And then um, basically the devil took everything from him, killed, yeah. killed the wife, yep. took the kids. Yeah, I know it's one that is now, too. Yep. I definitely seen that one in the Bible study. And there's, a, there's so many stories though, man. It's yeah, it's crazy. And so I just took that concept in my life, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go through shit. Cause I remember one time at the bus when I was homeless. Um, I was at the bus stop, the bus stop at uh the Lugnuts. Um, they had like a little spot where you could stay inside or whatever. So man, I was crying like a bitch, bro. I was lost. I didn't know where to go. I was like, damn, why is my life like this? Like you would think after you turn 17, 16, 17, 18. Your life would be in a better position. For me, it wasn't like that, man. And uh, and um, I was crying because I had nowhere to go. I'm like, I don't want people to see me like this, you know. And I remember just thinking in my head, like, well, you know, like the Book of Job, mm-hmm. right? God, God wouldn't put you through something that you couldn't handle. Yeah, He put so, that shit to, like on you for, uh, to better you almost. It's like, you know? so when you uncomfortable, don't get nervous. I mean, you can be nervous, you know what I'm saying, but embrace it at the same time because it's about to be a big change in your life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that that changed my life. Completely. Like when I, I got addicted to being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'm addicted to being uncomfortable because I know I gotta. I know I'm controlling this and I'm about mm-hmm. to make this what it is. Yeah, you, you know can handle that shit. You're not gonna fold. And I know God wouldn't put me some, through something I can't handle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yep. all the time, I just put everything in His hands and then. Yeah, I just grind. Shit. That's the same kind of the same concept for me too. Like I just, I basically take it as, it's my time, I got to deal with it. Losses are losses. Yeah, there's a lot of gains if I if I stay focused, and I'll be blessed more and That's more. That's the biggest thing. Stay yeah. focused. Yeah, stay focused. And a lot of times, like uh, like how you were saying, you was outside and you cried because you ain't had nowhere to go. Yeah, like, I've been tough. there. I've been there too. Like it was times. It was times where I was sleeping in the car outside of my family house. Yep. Parked in front of their house so I wouldn't be parked somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But, like, a motherfucker wouldn't <laughs> even... But it'd be motherfuckers that stayed with me when I had a place. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, wouldn't even come out there like, bro, come in here, sleep on the couch or something. Yeah. And then now everybody wonder why I'm so selfish. You get what I'm saying? Like, I still would give a motherfucker the shirt off my back, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At the same token. But, you- but now I know uh, how to control it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would rather get that that money to uh, the man that just laying there on the sidewalk or something. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck that! I ain't giving it to nobody. No, nah, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, just because I know uh, the blessings gonna come back. Yeah, I don't. I don't go that. to church, so I know that's paying my tithes yeah. when I'm doing good on another person. I don't want them blessings, bro. Because bums can get jobs, bro. <laughs> yeah, they can get jobs, but like, not even saying it like that. Just uh, yeah. just in general. Yeah, you know I get. What I'm I get what you're saying. I get. What if you're I'm saying. in line at motherfucking like a. You know what I mean? Uh, Capital Prime is somebody can't pay for the rest of their meal. Like, I'm going to chuck them a couple yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Just to make it make sense. Just good karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you do know, shit like that for good karma all the time. It, it's a blessing to yeah. to be able to go. Because, like, what you were saying about being uh, homeless, like, me and Ray, there was a time where, okay, so, like, the I think the first time, it wasn't, like, a multiple time th- type thing, but, like, it was more when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, 
We'll go in the alleys on the north side, find like an abandoned van, sleep in that bitch. Crystal Ray's open in the morning. What do Crystal Ray got? Bread and water. So we know we got food, we got water. And then in my head, I, I used to always tell Ray, I'm like, listen, man, we're, we got to get through this. We got nowhere to go. But if we do what we got to do now, I think I have a plan to get out of this situation, which I always had a plan, bro. And that, you know, uh, I'll go get food. Mm-hmm. I'll go, uh, I'll find a little quick hustle. I'll get a couple bags front, yeah. you know, and then I'll work my way up. And eventually I got myself out of that shit, you know what I mean? But that's what helped me. Like, I got in the hustle because I need to get out of that fucking situation. Being hungry and being poor is fucking shitty. And when there's nobody there to help you, man, it's like, damn. And I like I, I found my dad and my pops was homeless as well. And when I remember one winter, I slept with my dad on a porch. Bro, it was fucking snowing, man. Like, it was cold as yeah, shit. I, I done been there. I done been there, bro. Like, yeah, like, what you know the what I'm fuck? Saying? Like, uh, and that's what... Uh, that's what I like a lot of, but it goes back to what we were talking about. That's what a lot of kids these days don't understand. Like um, back then, with them parents that was from that, like the you know, yeah. like the fifties and the sixties and shit like that. Like yeah. you, like uh, they became a man and a woman early. Yeah, like they were forced to do that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was embedded in their brain. So when they, you know, what I mean, had children and stuff like. Around my age, 15, 16, you was grown. Like, my uncle threw me out the house at 15, like, you grown. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, you smoking weed and all that shit? You grown. Get the yeah. fuck up out of here. And, like, I was gone. And then, like, that was, like, the worst year of my life. Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, this shit is really real. Yeah. And I'm out here like, this is real. Yeah, that's what. That's when. But once I got into a routine of doing what I was doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you become more comfortable outside. Yeah. You know how to move outside. Yeah. And that's the, and then like, I will never regret. I will never even, uh, if I can change it, you know what I'm saying? I won't take it back. Yeah, I won't neither. take being kicked out back because it created the character I am today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's or the just, person I am today. Like, it really, you know what I mean? It showed me a lot. It taught me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, I can go in a room full of doctors and like, I know more than them about the streets. Yeah. They don't know shit about the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know how to remove a bone or, you yeah. know what I mean, stitch me up and shit like that. Or, but, you know what I mean, clean my teeth and shit like that. But Like survival. You wouldn't know how to, if, yeah. if you took all the money from a doctor right now and threw his ass on the streets, gone. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gone. She's yeah. gone. They wouldn't last a second. You know what I'm saying? That's tough, yeah. So don't make uh, the average street man like make it seem like uh, weak-minded because of the path, you know what I'm saying, that we were handed. Those were the cars we were dealt. It's not that we didn't grow up with no, like, you know what I mean, good parents that put us all the way through school from, from uh, start all the way up, you know what I mean, or yeah. all the way out. Like, we was neglected. We was starving. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I stopped going to school because I, st- I didn't want to wear the same shit to school. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. wasn't washing. I was hand washing my clothes and shit. Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. But then, uh, then I go to the neighborhood, and it's all these motherfuckers out here with brand new shit on and stuff. And it was like, I need to hang with them because I need to figure out what they doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then that was when I was able to put some food on my table with my family and stuff. And you know what I'm saying? I don't regret none of that shit. Yeah. But it's not that I'm praising it or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I no. gave I gave that yeah, lifestyle yeah. up a long time ago. But it was a process that helped you get to yeah. the point where... Yes, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not like everybody want to down somebody selling drugs, uh, shoot your local heroin dealers, shoot nah. your local crack dealer, all that stuff, right? 
But at the end of the day, the government is the one that's putting it yeah. back out here. Mm-hmm. So y'all can say what y'all want to say about the people in this fucked up country. Yeah. yeah. We the one out here motherfucking scraping up off our fucking knees to make ends meet around here. You man, know what I'm saying? Bro. So I'll tell you, man, I'll tell you a little story about one time I was uh I was so damn hungry. Um, you know, east side where uh was it Eric's is it called Eric's Market? Eric's is on the uh yeah, that's, that's, Penn and uh Oakland. Yeah. So the one off Dakin, near close to Dakin, what is that one called on the on the east side? There's on, on, that liquor store that's on the corner near the train tracks. Oh, I know what you're talking about, cause it's like uh, I can't even think of the name. They had changed the name of that bitch, but uh, it's like a little dark maroon, dark brown yeah. building. You walk in, and then like the uh, counters to the right. Yep. And all the coolers are around the. Hall. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I went out. So like one time, bro, I was so fucking hungry. Um, I had nowhere to go, and I'm I did the most fucking stupidest thing ever, dude. I remember um, I seen a dude going in with some money. Right, and I'm like, I was gonna rob him. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna just fucking rob him. But then he went in and got some pizza, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna lie to you, the pizza seems so much more better than the damn fucking money. Yeah, man, I hit his head so fucking quick, bro. I took his money and the pizza. I ate that bitch, and I I, I always think about it like, damn, why did I do that? I feel bad, but in the end, you know, I was in a weird mindset, like I just a survival, like. Bro, I when I was yeah. starving on the streets, I stripped motherfuckers butt naked at gunpoint. Yeah. And took their clothes. Yeah. Like, give me all that shit. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I was in a position where, uh, like, my uncles and stuff like that, and, like, you know what I mean, my older siblings, they didn't want me in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was the path I already chose because of, like, who I was around, you know what I'm saying, my whole life anyway. It's, I was just doing what the fuck I was taught. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So when I did that or whatever, you know what I mean, it was, uh, I didn't just get a big homie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My big brother homeboys, they didn't want to just hand me nothing because they didn't want to see me in the streets either. Yeah. I thought it was fun and games, but, you know what I mean? But it was what it was. They didn't really want to fuck with me at the time. So I almost had to kind of, like, just demand my respect. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to show motherfuckers like, I wasn't playing and I'm out here right now and I'm hungry, you know what I'm saying? Michigan different too, bro. So y'all like, either going to fucking feed me because the the winter coming. Yeah. So somebody, I'm taking this shit or y'all going to give me something, nigga, and we going to work. See, that's how you know right then and there that you went through some shit. Yeah. And when you realize that when winter's coming. So, like, I used to have this mindset, right? Summertime hustle, wintertime, I'm taken care of. So, like, if yes. I don't got time to relax during the summertime. No. That's when you got to make no the sleep. money. No sleep. Wintertime comes, I'm good, right? And so I always had that mindset. And I used to, it's it still stuck to me now. Like, I think about it now. I'm more relaxed yeah. now. But I'm, I think about it, I'm like, damn. Because now you're that well-oiled machine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't turn yourself into a beast. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, all that shit that, because like I said, it don't matter who you is. You can be a politician. You can be a doctor, a lawyer, all that shit. If you was raised up, brought up with both parents and all of that shit, and they took care of you well and put you all the way through and pushed you and pushed you to, and yeah. motivated you and told you you're going to be what you're supposed to be or that you you yearn to be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you're going to succeed. Yeah. But when I'm in the motherfucking house at the same age you are with your parents, you know what I'm saying, and I'm seeing motherfucking crack pipes and shit laying around yeah, and dope boys walking in and out of my shit, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. opening the fridge ain't shit in the fridge. Like, what the fuck I'm supposed to become? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man. You know... What do what I'm supposed to become? I I think about shit like that, bro. Because honestly, I always like. Cause I remember times where like my mom and dad. Well, my mom, my mom was a little. She was on the same shit, but a little different, right? But mm-hmm. 
like uh, we had a garage or a side room. I don't know what the fuck it was. And um, they'd be in the room sharing needles and shit. You know what I mean? They'd be also fucking high, bro. We didn't have no food. Man, we fucking eating uh, dog food. Fucking eating out the trash can. I remember this lady threw away, what was it, some cereal and some turkey. Oh, that was the best turkey I ever had, bro. That bitch was good. Um, Smashed that bitch up. Me and Ray was killing it. And then really, like, things were better when my my grandma would visit. Because my grandma was, like, talking shit to her son, you know, and... She, like anytime I was there, there would be some a meal, you know. And then my great grandma, yeah, like real, yeah. like they. My great grandma was the same thing. Like my, she always took care of me, yep. you know. So, for the most part, like I said, I'm not like I'm not here to shut my my mom and dad down, but yeah. their problems created what could have created the beast that could have been the worst thing ever. But I choose to to run a better path. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Because like, hurting people get old. Yeah, shit gets old after after a while. You start to look in the mirror, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I start looking in the mirror, like, damn, is something wrong with me? Like, what the fuck? Like, yep. I just keep fucking up. Like, I just keep hurting people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I'm just like, but was I wrong? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I'm a God fearing man, so at the same time, I pray to God all the time. So I'm like, was I fucking wrong for mm-hmm. what I did? Or, you know what I'm saying? Is this the path I'm still walking? You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. So to me, like, I feel like if a motherfucker is out of my life, you know what I'm saying, it's for a reason, you know what I'm saying, especially if I ain't yeah. did nothing but good to you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it ain't meant for you to be around me no more, and I'm tired of being weak-minded and putting them type of people in my life. Right. You ain't got no type of motivation to become somebody, that's your fault. Hey, you know what I'm saying? That's not my fault. facts, though. And I don't got no patience for that shit no more, yeah. for real. That's exactly how I feel when I... After I I'm hungry, like, for real. I'm hungry as hell. Mm. I ain't got no patience. You know, um, with with everything that I went through too, like I always, it gives me no excuse. Like, yeah. like no one, excuses. One thing I've learned is like whatever I want, I will get because I've learned that I lost everything, but I've also learned how to gain it and how to yeah. keep it. You know, like I I got I got a little hustle that I do right. Like I don't want to say a hustle. I got a little how you put it. Like I have a, a design. A side business, whatever. Well, yeah. not even that. Like I have a, a, a sign. Like I have a, I have things that I put in place. Mm-hmm. It's like checkered, right? Or chess. No, like chess. Yep. Like if you put everything in its place for you to win, you're always going to win. You can't fucking lose. But if you don't set something up for your future, you will always fall back. Like why didn't this happen? Why did my credit get better? Why am I not doing a business? Why am I making money for other people? But for me, I'm like, I need to make my family grow. I lost everything. I need to gain it all. I want it all. Yeah. So I'm working towards that. And at the same time, like, uh, a lot of times, like, you will blame yourself for certain shit. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be all the way 100. Like, I blame myself for everything I fucking do. Yeah. Like, I stopped. I used to be, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, well, I try to justify the shit. Like, yeah, I did that because cuz went and did that. Or I did that because she went and did that. Fuck her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same token, like, it's like at the end of the day, you did it because you chose to do it. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to live a lot better once you stop putting the blame on everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And try to uh, really, like you said, evaluate the problems everybody be spitting at you and just really try to write them down and, uh, like, you know what I mean, try to make changes in your life. Yeah. You know, you said something earlier. Like, uh, there was a time in my life where wanting to kill somebody 
yeah was a factor like i like i i had a drive for that shit like i would i would be hoping motherfuckers fuck up or didn't give me the money that i needed or try to disrespect me yeah. and like because i had everything to lose i felt like i was and you had all the tools back yeah then. like i was just like man i done lost everything the fuck are you gonna take from me you know what i mean you want to start ready some to crash shit? out like, yeah ready, ready to crash let it all go and you know, now that I think about it, I'm really blessed because there was so many times, bro, that I could have been locked up for life. But I'm here. Like, I'm here to be able to talk to you and talk to my audience and my my family, my kids, my wife, and yeah. pursue what I'm doing, you know? I think that's the only reason why I ain't never been, you know what I'm saying, like, put down like that because I always, like, uh, just kept my faith in God. And, uh, Amen. I always talk. Like, right now, I talk to God more than I talk to my own brothers. Mm-hmm. My blood brothers. As always, should be like My that, blood yeah. brothers, sisters, like cousins, all that shit. Like, I talk to God more than I talk to my, like, everybody. It don't matter who it is. Like, I talk to God a lot, bro. Hell yeah. And I've seen changes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, in my in my mental, like, everything. You know what I'm saying? And I know yeah. I know it's real because I've seen this shit. I've witnessed this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, Let me tell you some stories about that. Talking about, because um, not, not, not too many people like talking about God. But, like. I've also had seen changes as well. Something I've learned when I met my wife, she didn't understand where I was coming at with this, but like I always told my wife, like God chose me. God yeah. has a, a mission for me, right? Yeah. And I and I and I feel like no matter what what issues I go through, as long as I'm focused and going forward with God, like things gonna be taken care of, bro. I'm telling you, there's so many fucking times where my wife would stop and be like, wait, 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 wait. how the fuck did this happen, bro? I remember. I got evicted, right? Mm-hmm. I put it in God's hands. I talked to God. I had a conversation with God. I said, God, what am I going to do? I got evicted during the time of recession. What am I going to fucking do? I had nowhere to go. You know, I, I don't like resorting to my family because my family, they do too much talking, and then they want to talk some more shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the family was out of it. And so, um, I met my wife. We were going through the the time where I got evicted, and I'm like, Damn. I remember I prayed that night, and I'm like, God, please help me uh, get a better opportunity. I need this very quick. You know, I, I believe in God. Like, I believe in my life and how I breathe air. Like, I, I, I love God, you know? Bro, like, yeah, it's real. It's really real. Like, uh, like it was like one of the times I was here, we was talking about, like, how you can foreshadow something. Mm-hmm. Like, you see something you want it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, uh, and then, like, and you just, like, talk to God, like, and that shit happens. Yep. Bro. Like I've been there, I've been there a lot of times, like six, seven times. Like yeah. what I wanted some shit, and then you I just I put it in God's hands, and I was like, you know what I'm saying? It, it like it ain't like I'm gonna put it like this. It ain't happened like right there and in there when I yeah. wanted it, but like it's like one of them things. Like when you cruising on the road, like oh shit, I made that happen. Yeah, it's like damn, that yeah. shit really happened. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So that's the same thing for me. Um, like I said, I got ev- I got evicted and shit, and. I need I need a change. I can need a quick change. And literally, bro, I think about two weeks through that change, I just kept on grinding. And one time I got an opportunity. That that opportunity changed my life. And then there'll be times where money was tight. Cause I've always been paying child support. Mm-hmm. So when you're paying child support, you got eight or nine hundred dollars being taken out of your account. And you're trying to live and take care of your family already. Off the remainder of what it's, you're working with. Yeah. yeah so, like, it was, it was just difficult. Yeah. And I remember uh, I didn't have furniture, bro. Like, no furniture. 
It don't matter, bro. Like that's the no, that's that's the beautiful struggle right there. Yeah, just going through it. You well, got listen. a roof with no furniture. Like anybody out there right now that got a like a crib that you just got your own crib. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened, your girl put you out, or yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your family member put you out, and you got your own crib. I don't give a fuck. You got to lay a pallet down on the floor, get some blankets, lay that shit on the floor, and just go to work and grind and and just stack your money yep. and talk to God every day and watch what happened in the next couple months. Mm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me, man. I, it I might even be the next couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Motherfucker be like, oh, I got this place for 500 a month. I can't get nobody <laughs> to rent it out. Yeah. You be like, damn, like, okay, up there. Yep. I got you. Yeah, that shit happened to me too because, like, I met somebody. I did some work for them. And they'd be like, you know what? I like your soul. I like how you are. I'm going to give you my furniture because I got I bought brand new furniture. This happened to me like three times, bro. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we laughing about it because we're like, God really love you, Rudy. God really oh, love you. That's real. And I'm like, damn, I'm blessed. Sometimes I, I wish I can explain, bro. Like everything that had changed in my life came from God, bro. Just the, the blessings and the blessings and the blessings. Like, you know. Bro, like I know. I know. Uh, Like right now, you know what I'm saying? Like I know. That he has answered me a couple times, but the thing is, what I really know is, I tell a motherfucker like off the top, I be like, you gonna lose every time when you're trying to fuck with me, cause uh, God got me, bro. Like, yeah. and that's flat the fuck out. Like he got me. I done, I done seen this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I be telling motherfuckers. Yeah. And they always be like, you wonder why I'm so blessed, bro? Like, and can't shit phase me? Mm-hmm. Cause I talk to that man every day, more than one time a day, more than two, three times a day. Hell yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful yeah. thing. And you know what that came from, though? I was pushed so far, like, with my back against the wall to where I ain't have nobody, so I had to talk to him. Yeah. That was the only motherfucker I had to talk to. So I started yeah. talking to him. And yeah. you I know, treat him just like the homies. Like, I, like man, I, I talk to him all the time. Not to change the subject, yeah. but, like, when people say they, they don't know if there's a God, let me then, tell you. Them, them be the people that be serving the other shit. Yeah. That's all that yeah. is. You, you know, want to believe in the universe, all that shit. Like, I believe in nature. I believe in all the beautiful things and, like, uh, all the be- beautiful landscapes and everything that God has created. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Science, like, you wouldn't even be here. Like, uh, you wouldn't even know what the word science is if it, if it wasn't for God. You know what I'm saying? Like, where do, what do these people think? Like, all this stuff, like, you know what I'm saying? They try to recreate all this different stuff. Yeah, I think now they're starting to, you know what I'm saying, like, open up to it. Yeah. Because how everything, it's, it's too perfect. Like, like, it's too, like the Nephilim, like the Nephilim uh, spirits, like the fallen angels that came down, yeah. and like we we we're still down here finding giant skulls yeah, that they're undigging and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like where do you think that came from? Like this ain't all yeah. this shit is in the Bible. But I got some like deeper shit, bro. Like it's all in the Bible. My thing is with my experience with like the spiritual and the paranormal. After all that's been done and I've, the shit that I've seen, like every time I got into a position where I'm helping somebody or I'm in the middle of like doing things in an active home. The only thing that ever stopped that activity, that negative activity was always when we opened the book and we talked about God or yeah. we started performing. Cause like, I would like to tell people if you're going to clean the house, there's no one way to clean the house. You can use holy water. You can use sage, um, whatever you've learned. Cause every culture is different, but as long as you have faith in God, the word is everything. Right, yeah. having having the word with God and having a connection with God already is gonna b- build that strength up, because demonic and, and and evil energy, 
goes off of eating fear, like taken from fear. You know what I mean? Yes, it does. Yeah. And so, with God, it changes that. But you got to really believe, though. I got know? a I got a Bible open on my nightstand right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I read the scripture and I open it up and I, you know what I mean and I lay it down. I got I keep my Bible in here too. Open. Yeah. Oh you know yeah. Because uh, like open right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm like, and that's what I've been praying for. You know what I'm saying? To just just to uh, shine shine His light on me. You know what I'm saying? And just I want demons to see that I'm coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want them to notice me coming. So that's another. It's thing. a war, bro. It's yeah. a real war. That's another thing that um I do notice. Like the more you get into healing and, and protecting yourself mm-hmm. and putting yourself in a better position to grow as a human yeah. being and you and you build a relationship with God, the more problems are going to start coming. They because do. now that's the challenge, right? Yeah. The shit you're going to be going through. But you got to stay with it. You got to keep on, you know, committed to, to having that relationship with God and just keep on moving forward. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, I'm going to be honest, if I didn't have a, a connection with God. Man, like, say, say if he was like a cousin or something, right? I'm going <laughs> to tell you all like, how much you changed my life. Like... It's like talking on the phone, like, oh, man, I'm I'm going through this right now because, like, I just need some help, man, because you help me out or whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like he was on the phone, like, yeah, it might not be right now, nephew, but shit, I got you in a couple weeks. Mm. Click. And then, like, I'll just look up and, like. Thank you. Yeah. And, like, it was times it was times where I ain't even had, like, I was like, damn, I got $100 for the week type shit until I get paid again type shit. I'm like, what the fuck I'm going to do? I know that feeling. I got to drive way the fuck out here. I got to do this. I got to put... I, I, like I tell everybody, man, I give it to God because I wouldn't be where I am and I wouldn't have what I have if it wasn't for the higher power. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, everybody, thank you for watching. Um, I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be where I'm at now and to be able to provide the stories and tell you things that help either you out or people that are watching. So... Again, thank you for watching Rudy's podcast. And uh, KHM the Don came back. Yes, Sersky. So, again, appreciate it. All right, guys. We got to get out of here, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk later. Yes, sir.